This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Um, today we figured out that it is pie day because it is 314. Um, and... Um, People start talking about pi, not pie. just pi as in a mathematical constant, but like actual pi, because that's what we really want to talk about. Like if you would choose to talk about eating pie or math, what do you want to talk about? Pie. Math. Oh, pie. Oh. Pie. Pie. <laughs> whenever, and whenever we think about food, um, sometimes that raises very important questions. So yeah. we got to head to the food court. Now I'm going to visit the only court I could never be in contempt of. Food court. Bradley vs. Dawn. They love to argue. On topics from the world of cuisine. White meat or dark meat? Blue cheese or ranch? It's food court. Gotta be a better way to phrase that. Let's go. The Honorable Mike Ganger presiding. Something's happening in the food court. Oh, a Sabaro. Sabaro. Hey, speaking of Sabaro, hey, Mike, here's the, the war you're adjudicating today. Although, okay. Don, we don't have to necessarily disagree, uh, but we can certainly hash it out as a team. Dear listeners, you can weigh in 651-641-1071. But the question on the docket at the food court today is, because it's pie day, I was mm-hmm. scrolling through social media and I saw somebody say, what's your favorite pie, dessert pie or pizza pie? And I thought... Do we make that distinction? Dessert pie. (laughs) It's just pie. Yeah. There's pie. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, pizza pie. I don't think pizza's a pie. Okay. So everyone from Chicago is mad right now. Well, they're not listening. But uh, I feel like that's going to be a controversial statement. Defend your feelings if you agree. 651-641-1071. Is pizza a pie? I don't think it is. Dawn, let's lay out the facts. What do you think? What's your gut reaction tell you? Is pizza a pie? Uh, oh, hold on. I've got my pa- my tape gavel. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, there we go. Court Here is he. in session. All right, um, Mike, you're presiding. You're you're the ultimate decider today. There are two types of pizza. Real pizza. Oh, God. Oh, that God. is thin crust. Are you trying to tick and off then- everyone? <laughs> And then there's the other thing that people from Chicago eat, which to me is an Italian casserole. Okay, <laughs> Italian casserole. It's like an Italian casserole, but it's not a pie and it's not pizza. I'll go as far as saying you don't that. even think that deep dish pizza is pizza. No, it's a, it's a casserole. Okay, well let's put that as a separate conversation for another day because uh-huh. I think you're going to get a lot of pushback on that. Uh-huh. But in terms of the actual question for today, is pizza a pie? No. Okay, so you think it's uh, you think pizza in no case is a pie? No. Yeah. No. I, I see. I tend to agree, but no. as I was saying that, I'm like, I can just hear people go, "You say pizza pie, right? Yeah. When just because you say no. it doesn't yeah. mean it, right? You can also say moon pie. Yeah. But moon pies aren't pies. Those are disgusting and need to be destroyed. Oh my god. <laughs> 
lots of strong food feels He's, from Dawn yeah, today. I don't like let's that. let's go to Lisa. She's got thoughts on whether pizza is a pie. Lisa, what do you think, honey? Well, you know, it's a actually very interesting debate. But what about the song? When your moon hits the sky like a big pizza pie. I mean, that dude knew what he was talking about. What if it's piece of pie and not pizza pie? Well, I mean, you that's can... That's what I oh. sing. That's what I sing. Oh. But I don't... I think it's pizza pie. Yeah, no, I mean, you're, 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 you've got a point, Lisa, and thank you for your call. I think the point Lisa makes is that, you know, in pop culture or in our, you know, in our just general sense, people refer to pizza as pie. But when I think of pie and I say to you, do you want a piece of pie, Dawn? You yeah. don't instantly think, oh, is he asking me about dessert pie or no, pizza pie? because all pie is dessert. Yeah, I think if it's like you don't call a quiche a pie, do you? I don't. OK, so that would be closest to a pie, but we're not calling the egg. What about a pot pie? A pot pie. Now, in Britain, they would call meat pies and like savory a, pies are a thing. Yeah, absolutely. We're not in Britain. No, we're not. OK, and when we're celebrating pie day for most of us, we think of what? What do you pie. think of when I say <laughs> Just thinks, <laughs> but no, like what kind of pie comes to your mind? Like oh, when I say pie, silk pie, okay, Mike, I'm going to say pie. What comes to mind? Uh, am I going to sway my, my decision here? If I, give oh, you I guess we can't. He's got to be impartial. Never oh, mind. Yeah. Never mind. What, what dessert pie do you think of? We'll just. For me, oh, I'm a huge pecan pie guy. That's pecan my pie. jam. It's my favorite <laughs> dessert. It's one of my favorite things ever. Like, literally, I just want to give you words to say. <laughs> That's a thing. It's a bit from, like, SNL or something. Where did that come from, guys? Tweet me. Pecan pie. <laughs> guys, I know some I other notes. I'm not I'm questioning you. like, a movie or something. Anyway, so pecan pie, you love it. Or do you say pecan? What's that? Pecan. I was pecan? trying to look up where that came from. Pecan pie. Pecan. Okay, yeah. so pecan. pecan. He's a good pecan. Midwesterner. Yep. Or yeah, Midwesterner. Sure. Sure, Those sure, of sure. us from the South might say pecan. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But pumpkin also, depending pie. on where you are in the South, you might say pecan. Yeah. But I grew up saying pecan. Pe- uh, pumpkin. <laughs> pumpkin She's pie. She's having words over here. <laughs> Dawn, I'm watching her face try to work out the words pumpkin and pecan. <laughs> Were you referencing Jim Carrey on SNL singing about pecan pie? Ooh, is that what you were? Is that it? I think that's it. I oh, yeah, see. I think it is. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, we got a caller too. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we uh, take that call again? The question yeah. is pizza a pie? 651-641-1071. Dawn, you say pizza is not a pie. No. Uh, I agree because, like, when, uh, like, I do, you, how do you answer the thing? It's, you know, people say pizza pie. It's a pizza pie. I go, they're from Chicago. And then I go, hey, buddy, how's Chicago? <laughs> Is it windy Yeah. today? Yeah. Yeah, I just, I don't, for whatever reason, I, I have never thought of pizza as pie. No. Let's go to Twitter. We have oh, Panda yeah. who says, look, I love dessert pie, pizza pie, pot pie. Just keep the cow pies away from me. <laughs> oh, Sarah sure. says, uh, hey, oh, she tweeted Donna. I love when they do this to us, when they try to uh, pit us against other hosts. Uh, Donna, 
Dawn and Brad are saying all pie is dessert pie and pizza is not a pie. That makes me think that Donna oh, believes pizza believe is a pie. a pie. Well, she's not from Chicago. She's from New, well, New, Jer- she's, she's New from Jersey. Jersey, so yeah. I thought that Chicago was the deep dish capital. Of well, that pizza. is that, that is That's yeah true. for sure a pizza pie. But Donna or uh, Donna obviously feels otherwise, and I see people calling into Mike, so we'll hear from them in mere moments. Oh, my gosh. I just, my gut reaction was, I have never made the distinction, like, oh, are you talking, when you say pie, like, we're going to go have pie tonight, I would not go, oh, I'm sorry, what kind of pie? Is it a dessert pie or a savory pie? Is it a pork pie? A pork pie? I can make a pork pie. Yeah, this is not Sweeney Todd, though. Right, right. Uh, We're not making people pies. When Harry met Sally, by the way, is where that reference is from. Oh, which it is, is. We are getting so many calls in yeah, about that. Yeah, so people yeah, love yeah. that movie. Yes, that's what I'm doing. Okay, thank you. That's nice of you guys. Now they didn't have thoughts about whether pizza was a pie. Almost every call that I just took was about when Harry How met Sally. How dare they? Oh my god! How dare they? Well, um, do you like key lime pie? Do I like key lime pie? Yeah. It's not my favorite. I, I'm not a huge tangy pie person. Mm. Like tangy, creamy to me doesn't go together. I will always love a strawberry rhubarb pie. It's my favorite pie. My mom used to make it. Why did you ask me about key lime? I just thought it's an interesting question. Like, you know. <laughs> and then you went to strawberry <laughs> rhubarb. So do you, you said, like key lime? Because that's very sour. Yes, I like sour pies. Okay. Yes. You I don't like, like nice overly sour sweet pie. pie. And, uh... Yeah, I just I I agree with you. Pizza is not a pie. So who's against us? Come on. Apparently, most people agree with us, which I'm totally grateful for. Okay. I will say Tammy tweeted us, but Dean Martin sings about pizza pie. Yes, he does. It's kind of like that whole conversation, hot dog being a sandwich. Like, oh, we have someone on the phone, Mike. Yes, we've got Julie who has thoughts on this. All right. Hey, Julie, thanks for calling our very important question of the day. Is pizza a pie? What say you? Yes, I think it is because it has a crust. Mm. Okay, so for you, the defining factor is a crust. If it's got a crust, it's a pie. Yeah, just like pot pie. That's why it's a pie. Okay. Okay, what about a quiche? Well, that's a tough one because you guys are right. I don't think of a quiche as a pie, but it does have a crust, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you could call it an egg oh. pie, I guess. Custard mm, pie. I pie. don't know. <laughs> yeah. But we, I'm so- going to have to go home and rethink the whole meaning of my life. No, <laughs> I don't think no, you need to get that deep no, no, on it, no, honey. No. no, but so thank you so much thank for you. calling in. Um, all right, Mike, you are the decider. Okay. In food court today is pizza. A pie. Have we come to a verdict? Pizza is absolutely not a pie. Yes! Yay! Yay! Now, put put on our list of questions to ask is deep dish pizza, because I think we need to adjudicate it that, or do, adjudicate that at some point as well, <laughs> right. because Don was very adamant that pe- uh, deep dish pot pizza is not pizza. Where did you come up with that? Um, just right now. Oh, okay. All right. So it's a strongly held belief. <laughs> when we come back, uh, you have a story about the British tabloids, Don, yes. regarding Harry and Meghan's titles for their kids. You want to tell us that when we come back? I will. Fabulous. Right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. So I have this reporter from the United States. Oh, hello. I believe. That 
is calling out the British tabloids for making it seem like the Sussexes, the two contestants of Sussex, have just now decided to release the information that their children will be Princess Lilibet and Prince Archie. Okay? And they're saying this is wrong. They're spinning this like, uh, for instance, the Telegraph, one of the common offenders there, uh, the Daily Mail, the yeah. Sun. You British know. tabloids are trash when it comes to Harry and Meghan, but sure, yeah. Yes, and um, this particular journalist calls out another journalist article about um, just calling them deranged haters, how they're just totally out to paint Harry and Meghan as awful in any way whatsoever. Yeah. So um, that reporter that that she's calling out, her name is Camilla, by the way, mm. Tomini. Appropriate. Yes, for The Telegraph this weekend, she had an article about Prince Harry and Meghan making some kind of bold statement because Camilla, not Camilla Parker Bowles, but this journalist, Miss Tomini, is insinuating that they made the announcement right after the announcement that Camilla's grandkids were going to be involved in the coronation. And the announcement you're referring to is that they would uh, use the titles granted them for their children. Yes, that they would use the titles prince and princess. Okay? Um, That is not true. It is not true because this is the timing just, is not true. The timing is not true because the this is like basically a royal mandate and you don't have to accept it, but it sure is common that you would. OK, so this is not this is just something that that people accept and they're just saying, OK, yeah, we'll do that. Well, also, we talked about this. This was announced in December. Right. Or not not announced, actually. It wasn't officially decided announced. Decided in December. And it was only after King Charles was getting a bunch of bad press mm-hmm. that they dropped the news. And the bad press was about him not having, like, A-list celebrities show up to perform for his <laughs> <Yeah>. coronation. <laughs> Nobody wants to that perform. That they were like, and that they had kicked unceremoniously Harry and Meghan out of Frogmore, which they say they didn't do. But anyway, that was those were the reports. At that time, mm-hmm. when that happened, that mm-hmm. is when they chose to announce that, oh... We're doing this like it's a favor. That the crown has already decided that the kids will have their titles. And of course, Harry and Meghan through their people said, oh yeah, no, they're going to use these titles. Yeah. So it was all about timing. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
And I think what you're shedding light on is further evidence that this is all just about putting things in the tabloids that make certain people look good and other people look bad, which is why those two fled in the first place. That's right. So uh, she's like, do not believe this article. Please stop hating on them. And they could have officially what they should have done is officially used the titles and the change when it came out in December. But they held that information back, probably to use to their advantage at some yeah, point. of course. And so they did. They're like, if anything weird happens, which it will, uh, before the coronation, we'll use this bit of information to look us look like we're being gracious. And I would also say, like, please don't misunderstand. I'll speak for myself, but mm-hmm. I think you might agree that... It's not even that I don't I don't think Harry and Meghan do the same thing when it comes to when they reveal certain things. You know, they want they are savvy when it comes to publicity. Mm-hmm. So they are going to reveal things and timing will be thought of insofar as it furthers their own narrative. That's right. And that's the, totally they're entitled to do that. But I don't. So it's not that I'm saying like the crown does it. They're bad. And I don't know why it's Jennifer Coolidge, but and and Harry and Meghan don't do that. They're good. You know, it's not that's not how I think about this thing. I think like they're just playing them at their own game. Right. Harry and Meghan have figured out how to take their publicity, their visibility, their celebrity and use it for their own ends. And why anybody in this country would think that that was somehow distasteful or... Well, it... I mean, right. it's like the American way, man. But also, I want to point out that it's because of the christening that they had for Lilibet yeah. that they had to, you know, this... They she has a royal title. Yeah, so that's but it was the why. title that they already knew they had. Yeah, it's like they knew this and now they're just... Yes. You know about it because the christening happened. But, like, the the palace... Could have been calling them prince and princess. My point is just for a that, long time. Like so much of the public wants to pick sides. I'm I'm not picking sides because that's that's then you get caught up in defending things that you don't want to defend, or at least that would be the danger. But I think in this case, it's clear the palace was out to make King Charles look magnanimous by granting these children titles. Mm-hmm. And Harry and Meghan were like, actually, we just are announcing this because. We just we had the christening and I had cer- the christening and you already gave us the titles. And I certainly don't think that they um, held back the christening date or planned it to where they could use it to their advantage. To No, but it. I'm sure I mean, that they, they just- thought of like, when should we? I mean, I think they think about timing all the time because, again, these people have lived in the public spotlight. I don't think they let it rule them. Yeah. Right. But they have a communications team. You know for sure somebody on that communications team is like, oh, you can't do the christening on this weekend because blah, 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 blah. But I don't think it's nefarious. I don't either. Yeah. Uh, Now. um, But I mean, and and if you do, that's fine. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, they are also pointing out. She's also pointing out that um, that they, uh, you know, because there are four non-working members that Prince Charles is sort of. That that he has to be careful about what he does because they're just what like what is that about? Tell me more. Well, that he's basically that he had to you know cut those down because any money going towards non-working members of the royal family, like that, was the insinu- insinuating that he had no choice but to kick Andrew out. 
because he's a non-working member of the family and he already had oh, yeah, two non-working members of the family. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, but they're on their own. So why is that even relevant? It well, just they're isn't. also his children. Right. So, and, and Andrew, again, it's that thing we talked about in the last hour. Like, it sucks. But if you're not in the direct line of succession, you got to come to terms with the fact that the world is moving by mm-hmm. and moving past you and the institution rather is moving past you it doesn't care it doesn't need you anymore no it doesn't want you and that's sad and pathetic <laughs> but it's a dusty old thing that nobody ever said was fair right and, and a bunch of people have to come to terms with why they think that's still a great idea because you and i don't but <laughs> we're not we're not there to support it hey if they want us over for tea though i'd go yeah i mean they <laughs> They they also made a point to point out, um, made a point to point out, said that, you know, there was criticism in this article uh, in this uh, in the sun about or the telegraph about how, um, well, why would they want to protect their privacy and their kids privacy? Why would they want them to have these titles sort of accusing them to like, why because would you it protect them? them. And it's it's their birthright. Yeah, it's their birthright, which this reporter's like, this is something, it's not like something that's a gift. And it's also kind of an adult thing to do when you think about it. It's like, I always, like, when I, when I first read about this, I thought, it's kind of like, you know, when you, you and your spouse are a certain religion, and when deciding whether or not to pass that along to your children, you're like, I'm going to let my children decide for themselves right. what religion to practice. But I'll allow them to have the opportunity to be a prince or princess. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of similar in that way, which I feel like is a sign of growth instead of just taking it away from them because they don't want Because it. you don't like them. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, when we come back, Dawn has the latest on an anonymous Academy member who's apparently... More than a jerk. Ugh. And uh, we'll find out why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We're still talking about the Oscars because it just happened. <laughs> so lay off, people. Oh my God, nobody was complaining, Dawn. <laughs> know, that was the most like unnecessary defense. <laughs> Stop bitching about me talking. <laughs> Dawn, we want to hear what you have to say about the Oscars. Oh, yes. And do you want some insider information about the Academy? Maybe some anonymous members and what they think? Sure, of course I do. Well, Entertainment Weekly did just that. They had four anonymous Oscar or uh, Are you okay, honey? Academy What's Award. your favorite pie? <laughs> uh, strawberry rhubarb. Okay, continue. Um, Academy uh, voters, okay? And one of them is super lazy, super racist, and misogynistic. Oh, my God. How do we know this? Well, I, I just wait, okay? So... It's just it, being anonymous, you know, you, you kind of like you have to take this view and then duplicate it into how many different like it has to be a percentage of the voting academy. Not one person is going to just think these things. Yeah, it has to be, you know, when there's one mice, there's usually 10. If you see a mouse, they say yeah. there's usually actually they say there's like 100. Uh, same anyway, with cockroaches. I don't work for Plunkets. Yeah. But anyway. OK, so. When they asked these people things um, about uh, the Academy Awards, before the Academy Awards, this one person in particular said some terrible things. The first terrible thing was that he had stopped watching the Oscars before he became an Academy member. He said, I'd sort of stopped watching them. And they do point out that this is a man. 
I'd sort of stopped watching them. I was so disgusted by the whole thing. And then I got into the Academy and now I'm forced to. So be careful what you wish for. The whole Hollywood backslapping, get a big stinking load of me. It's not a newsflash. It just seems to get worse and worse. Nobody, do you do you get forced to join the Academy? <sighs> like if you don't, you're, something bad will happen? I think that when you Seems a hit, little aggressive. Uh, his performance, they say this is just, it's an actor. His performances are critically heralded prestigious dramas, biting mainstream thrillers, and Emmy-winning TV shows, okay, that have earned this actor acclaim through his career. How, why did they not name this person? Well, because it's anonymous. They want to know anonymously. But they'll tell you all think. of these, like, clues? That seems really shady. Well, I mean. Because <clears throat> you can do the math. I'm sure people have figured out who they think well, it is. Well, they do have some ideas. Tell us more about what he said, though. Okay, so he said, I never watched the Oscars, and now I have been forced to watch these fun. movies. Right. Like, For you. Okay. Um, and then uh, goes on to stay, say that, um, I think the Academy is making an effort to please everybody, and it's reflective of the state of the world, but I feel like they're being held hostage somewhat unfairly by the wokeness. Oh, God. Oh, God. So we know their politics. Okay, no, great. actually, we don't. Because he goes on further to say uh, later on about wokeness. I don't believe that thing of you have to be a murderer to play a murderer. I know it's all the rage. You can't play a gay guy unless you're a gay guy. It's so out of control with the wokeness. I'm a liberal, but wokeness. Are you? <laughs> like a, a hardcore liberal, he even says. I'm a hardcore liberal. Okay. But wokeness, I think we can all agree, has taken over. I thought he was fine casting. I just wish the movie had been better. I'm not sure what movie he's yeah, talking about really, because I don't, I don't keep track of what actors are, what their sexuality is and what role they're playing. Yeah. You know? Um this guy sounds like a treat. He is a real treat. Um, do you want to know what he thinks of um, Viola Davis? Oh, God. Do I? Well, I think you do, because I think we need to find out who this is. <laughs> he says, when you get in trouble for not giving Viola Davis an award, it's like, no, sweetheart, you didn't deserve it. We voted, oh and we voted for the five we thought were best. It's not fair for you to start suddenly beating a frying pan and saying they're ignoring black people. Okay. This is, I am quoting someone right now. So if you just joined us, this is an awful anonymous Academy member. Racist. Just to be Academy clear, member. racist. Yeah. They're really not, but they're making an effort. Maybe there was a time 10 years ago when they were, but they have of all the high profile things uh, been in the forefront of wanting to be inclusive. He's talking about people of color. Yeah. He's like, maybe 10 so, years ago you didn't get a chance, but now we've been giving it like, so you get to decide, ah, Okay, so, so who do people think this racist ass is? Well, uh, some people are saying Alec Baldwin. And some people... Also, that's why I'm just confused about the, the way that they, like, uh, you know, I mean, I understand that they want to report this as an anonymous person, but also to then include all of these things to insinuate who it is. It's like, just name who it is. I don't know, or don't... Because I'm not surprised that there are people like this. I don't know what benefit you do other than give voice to somebody with 
you know, a bunch of misogynistic, racist hot takes without them having to like be accountable, be accountable for that. I don't know what the value is in for the audience. Like for me reading it, what am I getting out of this? Other than to probably assume that what I already thought was true is true. Right. That people like this exist. Anyway, who do people think this is? Uh, Alec Baldwin. Some people have said maybe Brian Cox. But um, those are the only two guesses right now. Oh, by the way, that movie that Viola Davis was in, where she was amazing, The Woman King. Yeah, you you loved that movie, Mike, and you you I were surprised did. that she didn't get nominated either. Absolutely, especially when Anna De Armas did for that movie. Yes. Oh, so, yeah, he has some thoughts. By on all that. accounts, that movie was not as highly regarded. Oh. As the Woman King, and it was, I think, well, even Jimmy Kimmel pointed out Woman King, and what was the other movie? Blonde. No, no, no. Oh, that yeah, didn't he, get nominated. Oh, man, he referenced two. I know exactly what you're talking films, about. Right but yeah, yeah, but he, he specifically mentioned yes. Woman King uh, for not being nominated. Well, this is what this dude thought of the Woman King, okay? I think Viola Davis is talented. I didn't see the Woman King. Okay, well, Till was the other one. I just found Oh, it. Till, you're yeah. absolutely right. Oh. So what's interesting about you that didn't is... didn't watch it! So thanks for sharing your opinion. You didn't watch the movie... Why are we giving column inches, much less contemplating who... I don't understand this. Well, they've this always not, done this. This is not about so, you. Yeah, <laughs> This I mean, is about me yeah. and my reaction to this Why would they ask. print it? Yeah. Uh, I think they wanted to bring out the fact that these people are in the academy. Yeah. And if you think that it's racist, it probably is. You know? So um, they've done this every year. I've remembered that they've been doing anonymous academy yeah. members. They just didn't know they were going to get this and so they're like here you go this is the state of what's going on right now um he's also says i'm a little tired of viola davis and her snotty crying i'm over all of that i'm willing to believe that andrea riseborough gave a better performance yeah again he doesn't why do i care he didn't see the movie right he's also making assumptions about viola davis and I bet he doesn't know Viola Davis. So Absolutely he's, not. So how are you supposed to read that as anything other than racism? Racist? Then yeah. he mentions Danielle Deadweiler, who was the director of Till. He says, Danielle Deadweiler was so pandering in Till for an Academy Award nomination. Did you see it? Probably not. <laughs> oh, she was good. I mean, who wouldn't be good in a part like that? So he's saying, I like, also don't oh, under- I'm sorry, that she was a star. You know, everybody has opinions. Great. Thanks for yours. Next. And also, why wouldn't you have the gumption to stand behind your words? Like, you're willing to talk to a reporter mm-hmm. only if you're not, you know, named. Yeah. Mm, that just tells me even more about you. <sighs> right. Uh, he also had a moment where he brought up um, Anna de Armas. I thought she was really good, and there were moments in that movie where I believe she was Marilyn Monroe. Did you watch that movie, Marilyn? Mike? I did not. No, no, you didn't watch it. No, 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 no. Because I heard that it is a. It's not a real. I'd be curious what the movie is like. Like again, contempt prior to investigation is a fool's errand, in my uh, opinion. So I hesitate to just be like, "Oh, that was a bad movie." I don't know, right? Like again, because I didn't see. You didn't want to watch it, which is totally fine because of all of the assaults. And I'm like, I can't. I totally get it. I'm just saying that, like, people having a like, I I would like to know just like. To this guy's point, like he's going to have opinions about Viola Davis in a movie he hasn't seen. Oh, 
What is yeah. the point of that? Oh. That's like me just waking up and going, mm, I just think this is probably dumb. Yeah. Okay, great. Next. I mean, I, mean, I can say Anna DeArmas, boy, did she, they picked somebody who, which I think is great, you have to do. Boy, she looks like Marilyn. I mean, and I've heard that she really embodied her at times. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think I have, you know, just like I heard that there was a lot of nudity and sexual assault in lots of scenes. And so I was just like, oh, I don't know if I want to see that. No, I mean, um, I didn't see most of the nominated films this yeah. year for whatever reason. That's, but I'm not, you're not going to hear me having an opinion about them. Oh, I'm he smart enough to one. know. I'm, well, of course he did. Right. And Does it, it surprise he said you? She couldn't. Uh, By all she... accounts, it was full of, you know, nudity and sexual violence. Does this person seem like they're interested in that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. That I was. Mean, I yeah. delightful. He also kind of chuckles about how she um, she couldn't walk through a door without somebody assaulting her. Ha ha ha. <laughs> I can't like you think I was done. But then yeah. there's that, too. Yeah. It's just nasty. <sighs> Fabulous. Well, uh, I'd say put that in our show links page, but don't. Thank you. Uh, oh, I did. I did. <laughs> there's no need for me to read any more of that. OK. Hey, when we come back. Here's what we are going to be excited about. Mike is going to spin his roulette wheel. It's his game show roulette wheel, which means wherever that wheel stops, it's going to land on a game. And that game is what you, Dawn, and I are going to play when we return right here on My Talk 1071. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Oh, it is that time, the most fun part the of the show. The most fun! Uh, and it's Game Show Roulette. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. Let's do it. Let's play a little Game Show Roulette. Now, I uh, I want to kind of set the stage here a little bit, because I don't think any of us really realize this, but uh, Dawn? Yeah? Uh, how do you feel like you've been doing lately? She's been killing it. Okay, I think I've won a couple. If I told you you've won six of our last seven games, Whoa! would you believe me? Ah, John, no. you're on fire, girl! You have won six of the last seven games, which means from an overall standpoint, 20 wins for Bradley and 18 for Dawn. Yeah. You are, you are right. hot on my tail, girl. Oh, my Atlanta. <laughs> there you go. Let's find out what we're playing today. Okay. Oh, that was fast. <laughs> oh. So this Polka is the game? theme is for Hollywood Squares. Oh, it is. Now, unfortunately, I don't have nine, you know, celebrities and a gigantic board to put them behind. So uh, we're not going to play Hollywood exactly Squares. Hollywood Squares. We're just going to use that as the theme song to play <laughs> this game, which is uh, very similar to a game we played uh, a couple of weeks ago, the Over Under game. Remember that? We had no. a lot of fun I used playing to play the game all the time. <laughs> no. Uh, we're going to call it something different, though. This is Celebrity Popularity Contest. Ooh. How okay. this is going to work is we're going to go back and forth. I'm going to give you a celebrity, then I'm going to ask you a question. This is going to be 
What percentage of Americans like the celebrity hmm. or oh, dislike like the like celebrity? Right. One okay. of you will one of you will set the line. The other will say higher or lower to the answer. Okay. Flipping a coin as always. Who wants to call it? Tails. It's heads. Oh man. So Don, you get to go first. Okay. So that means you're going to set the first line. We've got seven of these. Whoever has the most after seven. And again, if you set the line, your opponent says higher and it's lower. You get the point. If it is indeed higher, they get the point. That simple. Number one Ooh. percent of Americans who like Elton John. Okay. Is now this again, this back is back ba- in the day. No, no, no. This is based on a YouGov poll. Now, this oh, is okay. nowadays YouGov poll, and this is there's the options are like, dislike, or neutral. So do keep in mind it's not going to necessarily be a straight correlation of like and dislike. Oh. It's going to be like, dislike, and neutral. So I say I don't say what percentage. You say what percentage you think. Yes, you're setting the line. So Elton did, John. Elton John. Percent oh. of Americans who like. Elton John. I mean, even a country dude who only listens to country music likes Elton John, I hope, right? So I would say uh, 57%. 57%. Bradley, do you think that answer is going to be higher? I'm going to say higher, Bob. You're going to say higher. Is it higher for Elton John? The percent of Americans who like Elton John, 57? It's higher. It's 72%. Yay! As much as I didn't like seeing him moon everyone off the back of his fancy yacht with David Burnish somewhere in the Mediterranean, oh I gosh. know 70. most Americans love them some Elton John. 72 my mom included. 72% like, 13% neutral, 11% dislike. Okay. So, oh, I next. forgot there's a whole bit of neutral. I need to remember well, I, that. I explained. Yeah, yeah. yeah you explained. Okay, gotcha. I can only take in so much All information right. at a time. Bradley, we're going to stick with the likes this time around. Uh, what percentage of Americans like Chris Rock? Chris Rock. Again, I think this that's is as of uh, recent YouGov poll. Recent YouGov poll. I again think this is pretty high. Okay. I'm going to say 67%, Bob. 67%. Dawn, is it higher or lower than 67%? I would say lower. You're going to go lower than 67%. Is it lower? Yeah. Wow! 61%. You're actually Ooh, really so close. close. Yeah. Yes, yes. 61%. The dislike's a little bit higher than Elton. 12% dislike, but 23% are in that oh. neutral range. Yeah, Elton John isn't trying to do comedy and, and, and pleasing everyone, and you can't. All right, now we're going to go back uh, over to Don. You're setting the line. Now we're changing this up a little bit. Now listen specifically. What percentage of Americans dislike Steven Spielberg? <laughs> Again, specifically dislike. dislike Steven Spielberg. Okay, I would say, oh, I mean, uh, 21%? 21% dislike Steven Spielberg. Bradley, are you going higher or lower? I'm going to say lower, Bob. You're going to say lower. Is it indeed lower than 21%? It was 7. Oh, wow. Okay. Only 7 <laughs> Like yeah. Steven Spielberg. I, I, I didn't like his movie, The Fablemans, but he's all right. Yeah, people people generally <laughs> like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, though. I think yeah. it was not his movies, mm-hmm. just, you know. I'm not good just, at this. But that's not true. It, it's you're two to tied one. so far. Oh, okay. Well, it's, until I just pulled ahead. Yeah, but. Exactly, but you got to get an opportunity to answer back. So we'll go with this next one. Bradley, here we go. Percent of Americans, you get to set the line for this one. Again, percent of Americans who dislike Taylor Swift. 
Again, specifically dislike. How many people dislike Taylor Swift? Correct. In a YouGov poll. I hate Taylor Swift. (laughs) Let's see how many of those people exist in the world. Um, I'm going to say... Ew, that's oh, ew. What? That's gross. <clears throat> ew! Oh, boy. Let's do... I'm going to say 14%, Bob. 14%. Don Bradley says 14% of people dislike Taylor Swift. Your thoughts? Oof. I'm going to say lower. You're going to say lower than 14%. Is it lower than 14%? of people dislike Taylor Swift. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I feel like most people do. But I got to remember the indifferent. Yeah, in this case, 23% also were neutral. Actually, about 22% were neutral for this one. That means 50% of people will claim that they like her. So that's still rather low from a like standpoint. Elton John was seventy. Depends on how you feel about her. Yeah, Elton John was 72, 61 for uh, Chris Rock and uh, 50 percent okay. okay. Taylor. Okay. Uh, that means, Bradley, you could potentially lock it up here with this next one. We have got, and uh, it is, Dawn, excuse me, you're also setting the line, right, on this one? I yeah. Am? Yeah. Oh. Right? Yes. Don is. I am? Who did the yeah. last one? Don is. Thank you. Yes, Don, you got to I get said this. 14. Correct, correct. There we go. Here we go. Jesus, Jesus one took over the line. Did you see the Lawrence Walk version of that? Yes, I <laughs> Very have. Very spiritual. <laughs> they don't know what they're saying. No. I love it. Okay. We're yeah. going back to like, okay? Back to like. Back to. I'm going to your butt in the Back to Drew Carey. <laughs> All right. Drew that. Carey. Oh, Drew Carey. What Percent about Percent of Americans who like Drew Carey. <laughs> I mean... Um, this is average American. This is not, uh, yeah. not people a blind with a vested item. interest. Okay, 45%. 45% Because a bunch going. of people don't care, right? Okay. So you think, so 45% is the line, so I have to decide more or less you people. You think more or less I think than. more people like him because they're just like, oh, that's that nice guy from The Price is Right. Mm. All right. Is it the nice guy from The Price is Right? You said 45%. Dawn, is it? And Bradley said higher. Is it higher? Then 45% for the win. Yeah! Yes, it is. I'll even use the prices right thing considering Who? it was Drew Carey. What? 59%. Oh, like him. Like yeah. Drew Carey. Two thirds almost. Oh, I thought maybe they'd compare him to Bob Barker and they're like, I don't like him Bob as much. Bark? Bob oh, Barker. Only Barker. 8% uh, dislike on that one. I do want to get to the last two quickly, even though Bradley locked it up, because these last two are very, very fun. Sure. It's both like, but we'll start with uh, number six here. Percentage of people on this YouGov poll who like Betty White. Oh. Betty White. Who's guessing first? Uh, Don said the last one, so you go ahead, Bradley. I'm going to say 92, 96, 94... <laughs> 94%. 94. Dawn, your thoughts? A lower. Lower than 94. <laughs> I just said that to make You're it bad. You're hateful. <laughs> you should have been doing that all game. 
Because it is lower than 94. 85. Okay. I wasn't but far off. Here's the important thing, though. Only 3% of people said they disliked Betty White. The other ones didn't care. They're like, who? No, the other ones. The other ones were hate the world, because how could you hate Betty White? How could you hate Betty White? But Not, I did know she had radical nice acclaims. Nine, 9% of people were neutral. 85 liked. Here's the final one for fun. Uh, Don, what percentage of Americans polled say that they like Kanye West? Hmm. Talk about two polar opposites. Betty White, yeah, to, Betty Kanye White West. to Kanye West. Um, 35. 35. 35. This one's for fun because you've already locked up the win, Bradley. Do you think it's higher I'm, or lower? I'm just going to go a little higher. You think it's a little yeah. higher? Is it a little higher than 35? No! 31% like oh, Kanye good. West. All right. 48 right. say they dislike. Yeah. Yeah. So How many indifferent? I'm a shadow winner. Just 17 indifferent. No, you're so. actually a loser. I'm the shadow winner. Because you only got two. I know, but I'm a secondary winner. No, that's... that's there's that's, no crying there, in baseball. There is a secondary winner because we don't have winners and losers. Oh. We have winners and consolation prize yeah. winners. That means, Dawn, you're going home with this. And it's fun to by the World Book Encyclopedia, including Research God and Index Body. The World Book is easy to use, easy to read, easy to understand. World Book Encyclopedia. Congratulations. Get busy. Nicely done. You're going to be reading about spiders and Antarctica and George Washington. Not Abraham Lincoln, though, because you're not getting that book. I have to go. Uh oh. Bye. They decided that she doesn't get to read about him because. She said he died by mm-hmm. leeches. Hey, guess what? Guess we're, what? Bye. We're... Oh, my God. You can leave if you want. Uh, I'll sit here and do the rest of the show for you guys. I'll let you know that Lori and Julie are up next. I don't know who's in with Julia today. Uh, Lori is live. Live from Hawaii. From Hawaii. Oh, my gosh. She Aloha, hates this. Lori. <laughs> Tune in. She's going to be live from Hawaii, uh, where it's a few hours earlier. But uh, no doubt they'll have plenty to talk about. We'll be back tomorrow from noon to three. Can't wait to chat. Bye. Bye.